Hi, I'm Stephanie Poole, founder and CEO of Birth Prep Academy. I'm on a mission to help pregnant moms prepare for their first birth. I'm sharing revealing conversations about what it really takes to successfully transition into motherhood. So join me here to discover things like what to expect in childbirth, how to prepare for your birth. We'll talk about breastfeeding and so much more. I am so grateful to share it all with you right here on Oh Baby, the podcast created for pregnant moms preparing for their first birth. Let's get started. Hello, hello, welcome you guys. Welcome back if you've been here before. And if this is your first time, my name is Stephanie Poole. I am the founder of Birth Prep Academy, where we help pregnant women prepare for their very first hospital birth. So y'all, it's another day, it's another week, another episode, and I'm always so excited to be here with you guys. We have some juicy stuff to jump into, but before I do, I just want to remind you that I have a free guide, Pack Your Hospital Bag in 60 Minutes, and y'all, it's legit. It's it's the real deal. This is great if you are looking to get started on your birth prep journey. So you want to prep for your birth, but you're not really sure where to get started. This is it. This is for you. You can get that at birthprepacademy.com forward slash hospital bag. Again, that's birthprepacademy.com forward slash hospital bag. I'll also leave the link in the description below. So be sure to check that out. Okay. Now that we've gotten that, let's hop right into this episode. We are going to be talking about pregnancy fatigue. I really wanted to tackle it because it can throw you for a loop (laughs) if you're not really expecting it or if you don't really understand what's going on. You're like, why am I so tired? So we're going to jump into that and we're going to talk about what it is, what it looks like. And more importantly, I'm going to give you six key strategies to help you understand how to combat pregnancy fatigue. So make sure you listen all the way to the end because it's some good stuff in here, very practical things that are going to help you as you move into your pregnancy. So without further ado, let's hop in and get started. Pregnancy fatigue is one one of those things. It's very normal first and foremost. Okay. So even though you're extremely tired, just know that it is normal. Most women do get it. And it is one of those key early symptoms of pregnancy. So what you'll notice even before you take a pregnancy test, before it turns positive, you'll notice that you're just feeling really tired. And so it's very normal and it likely will set in right in that first trimester. Now, the good thing is by the second trimester, it normally lifts. So it's not every day, all day for the duration of your pregnancy, at least with most women, it's not. If you have other underlying issues, it could potentially carry throughout, maybe if you're anemic or some other concerns like that. But for most normal pregnancies, most healthy, very baseline pregnancies, what we know is that as things level out, 
pregnancy fatigue will subside or get better substantially. So you do have that to look forward to. Spoiler alert, that there is a good ending there. If you can just really weather through the first weeks and months of becoming pregnant. And so for the sake of this episode here, pregnancy fatigue is officially considered the constant lack of energy. This happens during pregnancy and you might not feel like getting up in the morning or you can't wait to finish your day so you can make it to the bed. I just am thinking as I say that about when I initially, uh, was going through my pregnancy and I worked at the doctor's office at the time. And I remember going through my day feeling kind of sluggish, but as the day went on, it would get to that point of almost exhaustion because I just was so tired. And I remember coming home, staying up maybe about an hour or so to grab dinner and maybe have a quick conversation with my husband. And it felt like all I could do to just put on my PJs and hop in bed. And I literally would sleep the entire night until the next morning. So it is real. It does happen. It can be a bit overwhelming, especially if you have things that you want to do. But the good thing again, is that it does not last for the duration of the pregnancy. So if you could just make it through that first couple of weeks, you'll be good. And by the end of this episode, you'll know exactly how to do that. Okay. You might be wondering what causes that type of fatigue? I'm feeling so exhausted. Well, I'm glad you asked. There are a number of reasons, but I'm going to talk specifically about four very briefly to help you understand what's going on and why that exhaustion is setting in. So number one, because you're building a placenta. Yeah. A whole human is inside your tummy and they will need a nutrition source, a um, quote unquote headquarters, which your placenta will serve as. And in that first trimester, your body is revving up to create that cozy space for your baby. And it takes a lot of work to get there. The placenta is an organ that is especially made for pregnancy. So you don't have one before and you won't have one after you deliver. Its only purpose is to supply nutrients to the baby while in utero. And so as that happens, you'll likely feel fatigued due to that going on in your body. Also, because of hormones, during pregnancy, there's a incline in a hormone called progesterone. And progesterone helps to actually support the pregnancy as well as to increase your production in milk. And all of that is required to help the baby to progress during the pregnancy and to deliver and be able to feed the baby later on. And so You absolutely need the increase in that hormone, but as your body is revving up to produce more and more of that hormone to support the pregnancy, the side effect of that is that you will in turn feel tired. 
The third reason is because of increased blood supply. So you're not just supplying blood to your body and your organs. You're now funneling some of your blood supply to your baby as well, because the baby has to have oxygenated blood and things like that to be able to grow. And so all of that is going on in in an increased capacity for both you and your baby. And that again, is enough to cause fatigue. Now you wrap these things together, included along with physical, other physical changes, like you may have a slight increase in your heart rate as your blood is pumping and the oxygen is being infiltrated into the bloodstream, your metabolism is running high, revving up to to support both you and baby. So you wrap all of that, the physical changes along with the hormones, the increased blood supply and building a placenta and voila, it's the perfect storm for having pregnancy fatigue. So keep that in mind as well. Now I'm going to give you six key strategies that you can use to combat pregnancy fatigue. So number one, exercise daily. By exercise, I just simply mean to get blood flowing, right? To really get your body moving. It could be a minimum of 10 to 20 minutes. Maybe you do 10 in the morning and 10 at night. But to get your body moving is going to be very key. And it could be something as simple as going for a walk. Mostly all people, all women can do that. It's one of the best exercises you can do regardless of if you're pregnant, but especially when you're pregnant. And so we want you to utilize that. If walking is not necessarily an option for you, I also want you to consider doing things like stretching and deep breathing, maybe something even like Pilates, which is extremely well because it's a two, four offer where you can get stretching done when you do Pilates, as well as deep core work, which will come in handy when you're delivering. So that's number one, get moving daily. Number two, eat small and frequent meals. Why? How will this combat pregnancy fatigue? Because eating small, frequent meals throughout the day will help to stabilize your blood sugar. So you don't just dive off of a cliff and have that energy dip from eating a big meal at breakfast, a big meal at lunch, and then a big meal at dinner. Maybe you want to have a small breakfast and then a few hours later, a small mid-morning snack or second breakfast, you could label it, and then go into lunch so that you don't have those dips. Hey mama, got an empty hospital bag? No birth plan? Or how about this? You want to make a birth plan, but don't know where to start? No problem. Today's episode is brought to you by Bump to Bundle Blueprint, an online program designed to help you create a stress-free birth blueprint in six weeks or less. Listen, if you think you need help preparing for your baby's arrival, you absolutely do. Check out our wildly popular free masterclass titled The Three Mistakes First-Time Moms Make When Preparing for Birth and what to do instead. This masterclass is chucked full with all kinds of valuable information, like my three-step framework for creating a stress-free birth plan, the number one way to having a positive birth experience, and 
the secret to transitioning into motherhood like a boss. If you're pregnant and want to learn more about our proven method to help you prepare for your first birth, click the link in the show notes. See you there. Number three is take a nap. Now, for some people, I can just hear the resistance pushing through. Like, I have too much to do. I can't really take a nap. This may not be something that you can do every single day, but whenever the time allows, even if it's just on the weekends, if you work, you might be able to slip into the employee lounge or maybe even in your car and just set a timer to get a quick nap in. Taking a nap will help you and your body to rest and recharge when you're on your lunch. And even if that's not every day, on the days that you can get it in, you will see the added benefit of not being as tired and being able to combat that pregnancy fatigue. All right, we are chugging along here. Number four is I want you to be realistic. When you are newly pregnant, now is not the time to burn the candle at both ends. I'm just being real. I'm just being honest. It's not the time. Now is the best time for you to learn how to, if you don't already, because you may already have this as part of your routine. And if so, go on with your bad self. But if not, I want you to practice just taking on two to three primary tasks every day. And everything else, giving yourself the grace to know that as long as those two or three primary tasks are completed, then you've made your accomplishment for that day. It's important to really slow down and just do a few things a day with some level of consistency with the energy that you have than to be overwhelmed and then super tired. That results in nothing getting done. So I really want you to remember that the mantra during this early pregnancy time, especially when you're feeling a bit more fatigued, is just to take on the spirit of little by little. Give yourself grace. Number five is to upgrade your bed or your bedroom. What do I mean by that? This is to promote a higher quality of sleep. When you finally are able to get home, get in bed and rest. You need it to be a restful sleep. Sleep that takes you into that deep quality sleep. And one way of doing that is to upgrade your sleep atmosphere. You can do that by intentionally placing furniture where the sun isn't beaming in so that you can actually wind down and get some rest, you might want to invest in some blackout curtains so that the room is really dark, which helps to promote a deeper sleep. And then also maybe a sound machine. I really like sound machines. That white noise really helps to get you into that deeper sleep. It helps with babies as well. So it's a good opportunity to try something like that out. If your mattress is not as comfortable as you would like for it to be, then getting a thick egg crate topper to to lay on top of the mattress will help to provide that softness and support that you can use, which will in turn, when you get really deep into that 
that deep, restful sleep, the effect of that is waking up with a little bit more energy, a little less tired, and being able to last a little longer in the day because you're getting that quality sleep. I'll leave some links down below for you to check those items out. Our very last one, which is check with your doctor. So after you've done all these things, you have exercised daily, you're eating frequent healthy meals, you're taking a nap when you can, and you've made some tweaks in the bedroom so that you get quality sleep. If you can barely finish your day, or maybe you're not able to finish your day. Maybe the sleep at this point is really hampering your ability to do your daily activities. That is a significant sign that you should check in with your healthcare provider. The fatigue that you're experiencing could potentially be something else. And we always want to keep a really close check on the health of you and your baby. And so Again, if you are not able to do some of your regular daily tasks, even after pairing back and really simplifying what those tasks are, if it's a challenge and you find yourself not being able to complete it due to extreme exhaustion, then yeah, I would definitely encourage you to check in with your healthcare provider. So as a quick recap, we talked about exercising daily, our frequent meals, taking a nap, being realistic about what we're able to do in this season of giving birth and getting ready for a baby. We talked about taking a nap. We talked about upgrading your bed and bedroom as needed based on your situation and what that could look like for you, as well as in the instance of extreme fatigue, when you're not able to do your daily activities, even after scaling back, checking in with your healthcare provider is hands down the best thing you could do to get that on track so that you can start to feel a little bit more like yourself. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and if you got any value out of it at all, please check the link below. I have a free masterclass, The Three Mistakes Pregnant Women Make When Preparing for Their First Birth and What to Do Instead. All of that is inside of the masterclass. So be sure to check out the link provided for that, as well as I want you to let me know in the comments which one of these things resonated with you. Are you feeling tired? If so, what was your experience like? I would love to hear about it in the comments. So make sure you comment below and subscribe to this channel for more great content like this episode. Also, don't forget to share this with your pregnant bestie so that they can get value out of it as well. Thank you so much for joining me today and spending this time with me. It's been absolutely amazing. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye.